Is that what I'm saying? Rough Trade Radio. 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 How's that? Welcome back to the Retro Podcast. This week, Let's Eat Grandma paid us a visit to chat about their brilliant second album, I'm All Ears. We've got some awesome announced events to tell you about. Plus, I speak to a very special Rough Trade regular about her profession within the music scene and some of her favourite music. To kick off then, the Joy Formidable are back and they're treating us to in-stores galore at Rough Trade Nottingham, Bristol and East this September and October. This is a new one from them. Check it out. This is new track, The Wrong Side.
So the Joy Formidable there, new album Arth is out 28th of September and you can pre-order it now at roughtrade.com on exclusive transparent yellow vinyl. Only 300 copies of that, so don't sit on it. New releases this week and it's a pretty big one with Highest Hope, the brand new one from Florence and the Machine, finally out in the world. Uh, the album definitely explores some new territory, but simultaneously definitely looks at the band's roots uh, for inspiration too. Another giant uh, is also let loose this week. And it's the sixth album from Gorillaz called The Now Now. Damon Albarn has evidently chosen to stray away from the hip-hop beats of humans with this one. Um, the outcome's pretty pretty summary, I'd say. Demonstrated by this track. Have a listen to this. This is Trans. So Gorilla's there. Must note that uh, both Snoop Dogg and George Benson guest on that album. So definitely one to explore if you haven't had a decent listen to it yet. Our album of the week this week is Let's Eat Grandma's Infectious Outing, uh, second outing. Um, I'll actually be talking to them a little later in the show. So listen out for that. But next up, uh, Rough Trade NYC have a live album from Tyler Childers in their top 20 this week. So Tyler's second album, Purgatory, came out at the beginning of this year and was one of our albums of the month. Can't quite pin which month, but it was. Um, 
but this new release is a culmination of two live EPs that he's previously put out. Um, and it's called Live on Red Barn Radio 1 and 2. And here's a really nice one from it. Uh, this is Coming Down. Don't you wish you could go back sometimes Don't you wish you could go back home Trying to remember just where it was Remember you ain't alone Days another pointless job, and every night another lonesome song. Trying to remember when your bed wasn't leather, and you were the one singing along. Lord, where did we? coming down Can't you see the stars falling Have yourself another round Till you can't hear the darkness calling Till you can't hear the darkness calling good man in the making ones in the light of yesterday trying to remember just who he was trying like hell to recall his name well it used to Next up, I invited London photographer Andrea Lemos onto the show to talk to us about her work as a live music photographer, the beautiful and unique prints she creates, and also some of her favourite music picks, being the music buff that she is. Uh, Andrea recently 
oh sorry, regularly shoots gigs at Rough Trade East. And I caught up with her on a busy Monday morning in a hot studio. Thank you so much. It's nice to be here. Um, so I just wanted to start off maybe with you as a photographer, how you maybe got into it, um, some favorite bands that you photographed and maybe your experience at the Rough Trade gigs. Sure. So I got got into photography quite early on. Um, always really liked like little bits of like machine, like machinery and like cameras and like printers, which we're going to talk about later because okay. I use them a lot. Um, always been quite curious with all of that stuff and um, me and my best friend like growing up we were really really like into like photographing each other like doing different portraits and then when I moved to London obviously I was really into music from like since I was a teenager um, it just seemed like it just naturally happened that I would just be at gigs I would see people photographing I would just be like oh why not me? Like, why don't I just try mm. and do it? And like, yeah. um, so the first gig that I ever photographed was at the 100 Club. Uh, it was the garden. It was such a good gig. <laughs> it was so nice. To, like to this day, it's still like one of my favorite photographs. Um, not only because they were the first, but because I still think they're pretty good. And I'm quite impressed with like myself that I could do it um, straight away because I'm quite like, shy with those things and I'm quite shy with like taking people's photographs sometimes but um but I didn't really know how to take pictures of like people when they were on stage I thought that only because of I had a photo pass I could like go on stage yeah and you like you can but like I guess you kind of have to know that beforehand mm. um and I remember they were lovely about it nothing happened but like I just like got on stage it was like they have like this grand piano that they weren't using and I was like under the piano like on stage like just taking pictures of them like from like below and just like being really into it <laughs> so funny looking back but um yeah so like since then I was just in love with the whole process and like I was doing a lot of work for like the 100 club actually because mm -hmm. that was like the first venue that I got access to I knew how to ask to go there I knew that they would probably say yes because I've done it sure. before yeah. so whenever so it's kind of how it is here now like it's kind of like the place that I go more yeah um to shoot but like and it was lovely like I used to go I shot like Soko there as well one of my favorite pictures she got like a lot of girls like on stage everyone took like their shirt and like bra off such like nice iconic beautiful like images mm. they actually have like a book coming out like this month I think some of my pictures are going to be in it okay wow about like the history of the club and stuff like that so that's been pretty good and that's kind of how I got into it, it was just kind of like a natural like progress yeah yeah and would so would you say some of those 100 club gigs and hopefully maybe some rough trade gigs yeah. and maybe some of the favorite ones that you've, yeah, that you've shot yeah, in the because pictures? like once you've been to a place and you shot in a place um a few times there are a lot of things that you learn and it helps you a lot like um you kind of know like the best angles and like um, how tall the stage is, how like if you, I don't know, you just, it just comes more naturally and you feel a bit more comfortable with like pushing a bit further and trying to get best, like better shots. Like here, I remember doing a record story day. I think it was actually the first time that like I shot here. I mean, yeah, since then it's just been like really nice to come back and um, take pictures here. Yeah, I guess record store day. Was that one of the first ones that you shot in Rough Trade East? 
Um, I think I'm pretty, I must have like shot other gigs here, but like nothing that I've ever like really pub. like it wasn't, I think it was before I was actually like really doing it. Yeah. Because it's obviously such a, a vibrant, busy. Yeah, it's so nice. To get some of that in. And so many like good, um, like exciting bands were coming. There were like a few bands that I really wanted to take pictures of. Um, Heinz were one of them. I never I got to see them. And um, yeah, they're great. It was so nice <laughs> to get like a couple like portraits of them like out on the back. Um, then shopping was so good. Yeah, they're brilliant. Um, who else? Eureka Spacek, that was quite good. Who else played that I got pictures? I think I got pictures of those three bands that day. Yeah. Um, Were you there for Little Sims? No, I think I went to after. Lion Cafe Records for a little oh, bit. Oh, cool, yeah. <laughs> I just I tried to like maybe not like go somewhere else as well. Yeah. But um, yeah, it was really good. Cool. Actually, um, I think like the my one of my favorite portraits actually were of like Sunflower Bean. Mm-hmm. Yes, you did the the yeah. install that they did there back when was, their album came out. So yeah, the day that their album came out, um, I stayed till like late after they signed, and we got like in two minutes, we just like went on stage and got like some really quick portraits. Yeah, but I do like I really love them. Yeah, they're really beautiful. Actually, I'll make sure that I highlight those. Yeah, in the show notes for everyone to see. But just on that then, and moving on, when people actually come to properly look at your pictures. As I was saying earlier, that they're they're very unique the way you produce them. But I wanted to ask you if you could maybe explain a little bit, picture. a little bit, sorry, about how what you do once you've you've got home, you've got the pictures because they they don't look like they've been taken on a or they look like it's a long process. So basically, it takes me now it's a little bit easier because I bought kind of like the things that I needed um, and put them into my room, but I had to like go to uni to do them for like years even after I graduated I was still going back like with my little luminary card like uh, still like trying to use everything but um so basically how it works is like I go to the gig take the pictures um get back home edit them a little bit um then I print them out um then I like photocopy them or like edit them a little bit um scan them back into the computer and edit them again. Mm-hmm. Um, so like all the images that I have like my, like on my website or Instagram, any of that, they all are like real. I actually have them all mm-hmm. like in a little binder. They're all like real, like like little objects, which is really nice actually to like get to flip through and like see the progress and stuff. Yeah. But it's quite like, um, yeah, it, has, it just has a lot to do with like paper and printing and like scanning really that's so is it quite how much time would you say it takes you to sort of get say one one photo from your camera to the to the finished article well it's never i never only get one there's always like there's at least i always at least get like 10 it's like from 10 to like 30 so in like batches almost Yeah. yeah so like it takes me it can take me a really long time um or if i really have to like power through them i can get them done the next day if i work all night but like I'd say probably take me like maybe like six hours maybe to get like maybe a batch of like 10, 12. Mm-hmm. Yeah, it takes me a long time. Wow. Well, yeah. I think it's definitely worth waiting for because yeah, I personally love them um, and can't wait for you to do more. Yeah. Um, so just maybe on to music then and... Every week on the show when I have a, a staff member on, usually in this stop, we talk about their personal music taste and what they're listening to and anything they might recommend. Mm-hmm. So 
what can we learn about Andrea? What music are you into? What tracks would you like to play us today? There's been so so much like new music coming out already. Like yeah. a lot of the things that I shot here in the store were like of you know like releases and stuff like the day that the album came out. Like yeah. so many good bands, but one album and like one specific track that I've been really really happy to listen to and like it's been like really nostalgic has been like the new MGMT album Little mm-hmm. Dark Age like the 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 title song Little Dark Age is like I've been listening to I listened to it on my way here um it's been like one of my favorite songs yeah recently. this year yeah 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 sure. okay cool so I think we should definitely give that a while and we haven't actually had any to my memory, MGMT on the show today. Oh yeah, so here we go, a a debut. (laughs) Yeah. (laughs) So this is MGMT and Little Dark Age. Thank you. 
That was MGMT. So maybe looking at the in-stores, is there anything you've come to... Would you generally say that bands you go and shoot are bands of where the music that you, you've heard of or you know of them, or has there been anything that you've gone to shot, to shoot rather, sorry, and you don't really know their music at all and you've come away thinking, oh, actually, that was great. Like, I'm going to go home and definitely, have a, delve definitely, into that. Definitely both. Because um, I can either get into shooting a band, either... Either if I'm asked and I have a look at them, I see if it's like interesting, I'll definitely come along. Um, or if I've listened to their music before, obviously, and they're good. Mm-hmm. So I'll love to come along. But like, there's also like this thing where, um, um, like, I feel excited to shoot a band sometimes, not even only for their music, but kind of like what they stand for, like their whole like aesthetic or like, um, just how they are and as people really if they seem like interesting like batch of people i'd love yeah. to come and shoot them and listen to them um even if for the first time while i'm shooting and like making my mind um around it all like at that very moment and um yeah <laughs> yeah i loved that shot you did very recently of warm warm douche uh-huh where they were sat on this i think the steps yeah, just yeah, kind yeah. of around the side of uh, the stage at rough uh-huh. east um that one was really lovely. Like the portrait ones offset from the ones that you take when they're obviously mm-hmm, performing, mm-hmm. I think it's yeah. a really nice kind of addition and kind of maybe get some personality of the band sure. across a bit, which That's is really great. Um, so looking at maybe another track to play. Let's see. Is there one maybe from a recent band that you've shot or maybe something that you've recently discovered that you had never heard of before never knew about before it's actually been like this is not new but like it's okay. kind of new to me and it hit me so strongly it's such a good like track so like it's this track that i was i would listen to it every time not every time but like a lot of the times that i went out um and it was just like so bouncy and like um like lively it just always made me want to dance and like I finally like I never knew who it was by or what it was called and I finally like sent my friend like a voice memo of me trying to like imitate the song like the other day 
And um, when they told me who it was by, I was just like, I can't believe it. It, it, just, like, it just makes no sense. It just goes to show how like talented this artist is and, and how like versatile. It's just like Paul McCartney at Check My Machine. Oh, wow. Have you ever heard it? No, I haven't. It's so good. <laughs> it's so funny as well because you would never expect it. Um, I think it's from the album like it's like Paul McCartney 2 or Paul McCartney like second it's like with those two like eyes yeah you know what I mean like Roman numerals <laughs> so good so good yeah cool so this is Paul McCartney and Check My Machine hi George morning Terry hi George morning Terry
That was Paul McCartney and Andrea, thank you so much for coming on the show this week. Thank you. It's been lovely to have you and hear about the process that you go through to create your lovely images and just maybe the life of a someone, of a photographer, of a band photographer. I'm sure there's so many people out there that maybe are interested in getting into it and hopefully maybe this gives them a bit of insight. Yeah. But I'll of course link Andrea's website in the description box of the show and we'll also share lots of your images to showcase the lovely work that you do. And if you're coming to any gigs, look out for Andrea's pictures because I'm sure you'll be shooting some more for us in the future, which would be brilliant. And thanks so much. And we'll see you soon. Thank you. (laughs) So as I mentioned earlier in the show, Let's Eat Grandma's I'm All Ears, the follow-up to their 2016 debut and also our album of the week this week uh, is out now. Um, I caught up with the band in the midst of their busy release schedule with a puppy in tow. Check Instagram for the photos. Super, super cute. Um, Here's five to one. Excited to welcome Rosa and Jenny of Let's Eat Grandma to the Rough Trade podcast this week. How are you doing, guys? Good. <laughs> so, at the time of recording, you played Rough Trade East on Friday, which was also the day that your second album was released. How was how was the Rough Trade in store experience for you? It was crazy. It was it really was... good. It was very busy. Um, didn't well, expect that many people to want things signed. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> How long was the queue? Was it mega? Yeah, like well, you were there for a long finished, time. Like everybody formed a queue all the way around the show. Yeah, like snaking around. Yeah, it was crazy. We weren't expecting that. <laughs> yeah, like it's so great to have like a really nice reception. And I think it's, I always think that it's such a different um, kind of gig when you're playing in a store and everybody's kind of bought the record to come see you. Definitely. And that's a really nice thing. Um, <laughs> so they're kind of already a fan, as it were. Um, so you were just, were you 17 when you released I, Gemini back in, was it 2016? Yeah. Does that feel a long time ago there. now? It does. It's funny because it was like around the same time two years ago. Yeah. So it's the same sort of feelings, like the weather's the same. We're doing similar things. Like we played here yeah. for our last um, release as well. And um, so it kind of feels like a lot of deja vu happening at the moment. Yeah, yeah, <laughs> I bet. But it's obviously quite... A different record from your from your first one it's very broad in it's kind of sound it's obviously evolved a lot mm-hmm. um but I wanted to ask I always think is there like a lot of pressure releasing a second album when you've released this debut this kind of like nobody there's almost like not any expectation because nobody has probably really known who you are you haven't put anything out before and then there's all this hype from releasing your debut do you feel like there's therefore a lot of pressure to deliver something equally as exciting and new for your second record. I don't think I actually felt massive amounts of pressure from the first record because it still felt like people didn't really know what to expect of what we were doing next. Yeah. yeah. And 
just... I guess because the sound of the first record was so broad as well, mm. that kind of enabled us to go in any direction that we Yeah, and just kind of take it as... With, yeah. Almost like a fresh slate. Yeah. With like, okay, but here's something new and evolved and this is us and two years later. Yeah, and because we with the first one, we sort of didn't know that we were even making a record as we wrote the tracks. And you've got some incredible production on this record, haven't you? So I think I've just got down here, um, you've got David Wrench, XX, Frank Ocean, and Faris Badwan, from, who's done stuff with The Horrors. Was that really exciting to work with? Yeah. Did that have a lot of effect on the, the final product, the finished kind of article on how that developed? I guess we'd written, like, other than the collaborations that we did with Sophie and Faris, we'd um, written a lot of, well, a lot of the songs before we knew that we were going to be working with David. Yeah. So it kind of, um, I feel like we are just able to get the best out of the songs from working with David. I think feel like David's got a really incredible old analogue synth collection mm. and we we'd layer his synths on top of the ones that we had made in the original demos and um yeah i think that's had a really good effect on the record it's they're yeah. good synths yeah <laughs> definitely um so the track donnie darko is probably one that stands out to me the most but just maybe talk me through because it's, it's quite a long track isn't it mm. um but maybe can you explain a little bit about writing that track and how it came about and yeah well that was actually the first track that we wrote oh really uh off this record okay so we've been playing it live i think it might have even been written before we actually released was it written around the time that we released the first one yeah so when we were like 17 oh wow yeah so that's had quite a journey more to yeah uh, i'm all is and um but yeah i think it developed even further when we recorded it, that track. But we wrote it using our old loop pedal and our old Yamaha keyboards. I love it. I think it's brilliant. Um, so what's coming up this year, or for the rest of this year for you? Have you guys got festivals, more gigs? Yeah. Um, next one is Llama Tree and then Bilbao in Spain. Oh, wow. And then we're going to Fuji Rocks in Japan. Nice. We've got Reading and Leeds going on as well yeah so quite quite a mixture and then a, a north american tour at the end of the summer amazing and then heaven in september oh, which nice. is a, <laughs> yeah a nice little addition <laughs> cool so i'm going to ask you to pick a track to play us out today but just before i do thank you so much for coming in and huge congratulations on the record i'm, I'm going to mention that we've got a rough trade exclusive on the vinyl for this one. Is it yeah. purple and blue with like swirls? It's marble purple. It's really nice. <laughs> it's really nice. So definitely come and grab that if you're listening and if you want a pretty vinyl, but also a great record. Um, so if we were to pick a track today, which one do you guys want to play us? Should we go for Donnie Darko since yeah. we've been talking about yeah. it? Yeah. <laughs> <Thanks>. <laughs> cool. So this is Donnie Darko. This was Let's Eat Grandma and hope to see you soon. Thank, Thank you. you.
So cheers to Let's Eat Grandma. Go give that purple and blue marble vinyl a spin. It's super, super cool. Um, so events this week. And just a brief roundup here. Asylums play Rough Trade, Bristol, Nottingham and East this 9th, 10th and 11th of July. They're all amazingly free entry. So definitely get down and uh, pay the stores a visit and support that. That'd be really, really cool. Um, and speaking of free entry... 77, 78 release new album Jellies this Friday via Heavenly Recordings and they're playing a free album release show at Rough Trade East. So come down to that. Weather is looking pretty incredible as it is all week. Um, so I'm sure the beers will be flowing as well. Um, in New York City, Rough Trade NYC, there's a load of Bowery Ballroom ticketed gigs happening at the store. So head on over to roughtrade.com to explore those. And another one I just want to mention is an in-conversation event with Ray Davies. Now this is happening next Tuesday at Rough Trade East and is going to be hosted by Matt Everett of BBC Six Music. Entry is via purchase, but you can find out all the information um, and get your entry um, at roughtrade.com slash events. Head to the Rough Trade East page. Um, thoroughly recommend you check that out. So cheers for listening this week. Um, all pre-orders, exclusives, and also any info on our Rough Trade Club membership. I very, very much recommend that you check that out but uh everything can be found on our website and as ever if you have any queries comments just thoughts you know whatever just feel free to drop us uh, a message via twitter and tag hashtag i should say uh rough trade podcast and we'll pick that up so to play us out ryan adams has a new seven inch out this week on beautiful bubblegum pink vinyl and yes it's the valentine's day single he released back in february but it has, and I listened to it on the weekend, it has a super, super sweet unreleased B-side on it that I think is pretty damn awesome. I am a fan, so I'm a bit biased, but just trust me on this. Um, unfortunately, because it's physical only, I can't really play it uh, on here for you. So I'm going to give you a blast of the A-side, Baby I Love You. Um, anyway, I mean, it's typical Ryan Adams, but then ain't nothing wrong with that. Um, enjoy, and I'll catch you next week. Bye. If I
Rough Trade Radio. Reviews and subscriptions help to support what we do. So if you like what you hear, then please rate us on iTunes.